How is it going, everybody? Welcome back to Social Media Marketing School. For those of you that are new here, I am your host, Ethan Bridge. And before we dive into today's episode, I just want to make sure you have smashed that subscribe button or follow button, depending on what platform you are listening on. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, if you enjoy what you hear today, make sure you head over to the show page, scroll to the bottom and leave the show a five star rating and review. But now we've got that out the way, I just want to start off by saying thank you all for tuning in and let's dive straight into today's episode. Now today, I want to talk a little bit about building an audience on social media whilst not being considered an expert. Because there's this common misconception that on social media, to build an audience or to teach something, you have to be an expert. And in my opinion, this just couldn't be further from the truth. All you have to do with your content is solve a problem. Solve the needs and the wants of your audience. Do you have to be an expert to do that? Absolutely not. Not a chance. So you might be thinking, okay then, but... What is an expert? How do I become an expert? Well, to be considered as an expert by another individual, you just have to be one step ahead of them. You don't have to be the best. You don't have to be making multi-million dollars a year with a company worth billions to be the expert. You just have to know more than the person you are teaching. Then in their eyes, you're an expert because you know more than them. So you can still teach them. And you've got to remember the Gary V's, the Tony Robbins, the Jay Shetty's, all of these people, they once started with zero followers. They are now considered experts, but they still had to start somewhere. They still started their journey at some point with that zero followers like you are doing now. Or you may have started a while back and gained a little bit of an audience, but you might still be on that journey. They were at that point as well. You need to remember that. And I feel as if a lot of people look at these individuals and think what they've achieved is unattainable when in reality it isn't because at one point they were in the position you were in. But it's just their consistency and their hard work and their continuous output of content and value that has enabled them to get to the points in which they are at today. So anybody can grow an audience and you become an expert along the way because you teach people things they don't No. So you don't need to be an expert initially to build an audience. You just have to be teaching the next person something that they didn't actually know beforehand. So how do you build an audience without being an expert? Number one, you pick your niche. You pick something that you find incredibly interesting. I've made episodes on the past about picking your niche. So go back and check out those. But you find something that you're interested in, something that you're going to talk about, something that you're going to test and try, build a business around and monetize. There is a lot more that goes into picking a niche. But as I said, I have made episodes in the past about these. So definitely go and check out those to sort of pinpoint if you are struggling, what niche you actually want to pick. But you pick something that you find interesting. Number two, you document every single step of the way. From the start, day one, From the point you actually know nothing, you read a book, you make notes, you share your notes. You try a strategy, you make note of that strategy, that strategy might fail. But you learn from it, you move on, you adjust, you move forwards. You try another strategy, this one might work. You note it down, what's happened? 
But what you are doing is you are documenting this process and now you're coming up with this whole bank of content, lessons, ideas, you name it, that you can share to help your audience. Now, you may not consider yourself an expert, but you might have tried something that somebody else hasn't and consequently by telling them about it, they are learning a lesson and therefore they are seeing you as an expert. So you're doing something that you find interesting and that you're trying to build a business from. Two, you are documenting everything. Three, you're gonna share what works. All of these things that you are documenting, the lessons that you are learning, the processes that you are implementing that have led to a good result, the tips and tricks that you have learned from others and you are consequently implemented into your strategy. Certain strategies you use, engagement strategies, content strategies, hashtag strategies. It obviously depends on what niche you're actually into, the content that you're able to produce, but you're going to share what works. People want to learn so that they don't make the same mistakes as you, or you take the guessing aspect of, will this work or not, out of the picture. Because now someone sees that you've tested it, they've seen that it's worked for you, and therefore they can take that process or that strategy and implement it into what they're doing, with confidence that now it is actually going to work because they've seen your results. People want to take these little shortcuts. People shouldn't always look for the quick fix, obviously, but why go about testing something yourself and possibly taking a few steps backwards when you can find somebody else that has already implemented that strategy, seen whether it's worked or not, and if it has worked, then you can implement it yourself. That's the path you want to go down if you're following other creators, but you could be that creator to establish your authority and your expertise that provides that information to others because you have documented your whole journey. So point number three, share what works. Point number four, share what doesn't work. What doesn't work is equally as valuable as what does work because, again, people don't want to implement things that don't work. That would be stupid for them to do. So everything you say that works, they're going to take note of, but they're also going to take probably even more notice of the things that don't work because they don't want to implement something that's going to put them back a few weeks or maybe even months. They want to progress forward as much as they possibly can. So you need to also document the things that don't work because you will go throughout your journey and you will try certain things and they will just flop. They'll completely fail. Yes, you'll feel bad about it, but you can think, ah, I can turn this into a positive now. I can share this lesson with my audience. It's a helpful tip that they can take on board and they're going to thank me for it later because they haven't had to test that strategy themselves. So you are turning a negative into a positive. But also, in my opinion, this is something that I've always said, is there's not really any such thing as failure in my mind because with a failure is a lesson learned and when there's a lesson learned, have you really failed in the first place? Because now you know something new that you know not to do again. So you can always flip these things on their heads. You don't have to consider one of these failures as an actual failure. Consider it a lesson learned and you will have a much more positive outlook on that situation. But back to the point, share that lesson learned, that failure with your audience. It shows that you're human as well. Not everybody 
just goes through positive moments throughout their whole entire journey. And it's often those that do share their failures that come across as more authentic because at the end of the day, we're human, we do fail, nobody is perfect. And if you go through your entire journey without failing, it's going to hit you like a ton of bricks when you do. So it's better to just fail along the way and improve throughout your journey because it teaches you to love failure. When you love failure, you love the process even more because when you do come across failure and you will come across failure, you know how to handle it and you can flip it on its head, take it as a lesson learned and document that process and share it with your audience so that they then don't have to make that same failure. And it really is as simple as that. You are now documenting your journey, you are sharing your content and you are teaching people to do more of what does work and less of what doesn't. That is what the documentation process of your journey is all about. But you can see how all of this, without you initially being an expert in the beginning, is now building your audience because people want to follow you because they want to work out what does and what doesn't work, especially if they're in a similar niche to you. But you can see how this is establishing your authority. This is establishing your expertise because People can see that you are on this journey. You're not just preaching about something in a hope that people might think you're doing it. You are showing step by step from the very beginning as well because you are documenting from day one. People can see when they visit your page your progress from day one and how far you've come, which is fantastic in building that credibility because let's say... So let's just use my services for an example. I teach people how to grow and consequently monetize their Instagram page. Nobody would listen to me if I only had 300, 400 followers because I haven't grown my own page. But what they can see is they can go back to my very first post. I haven't deleted any of my posts on my page. They can go back to the very first one. But my content is my journey. It shows how I have built my page. It shows how I have come to monetize my page. And therefore, the service that I am selling is something that I can sell because of my journey. It's not something that I'm just sort of throwing in there in a hope that I can monetize. It's something that I have learned the processes. I have learned the strategies. And now people want me to teach them those things and optimize them perfectly so they can sort of skip the steps of having to test all the things I've tested. So having that journey, documenting that process for me has been fantastic in what has eventually been able to be me selling that service to others. So it does establish that trust if you go down the lines of selling one of those services in the future. But you can see how from nothing, through documenting your journeys, sharing your lessons, sharing your failures, you've built an audience without initially being that quote unquote expert. All your content has to do is solve a problem. It has to solve the needs and the wants of your audience. When it does that, you will attract people because people will then share that and their audience will then see that you're solving problems and you'll get people coming in from all different directions because you are solving a problem. And the more you document, the more exposure you're going to get. The more exposure you're going to get, the bigger you're going to build your audience. The bigger you build your audience, the more trust and authority and expertise you're going to build. And consequently, that allows you to then leverage that audience and sell your product or service. It's really not a difficult process when you break it down. A content strategy 
should be these things. Yes, along the way you throw in different tips and tricks and little hacks and quotes and lessons learned and books to read and resources for people to follow. But ultimately, your journey is the most interesting thing because people want to have those quick fixes, have those shortcuts so that they don't make the same mistakes. But in my opinion, the best way to learn is by doing. So starting from scratch, from day one, documenting the process, going through the wins, going through the failures, that is going to make you that expert you want to be. But to just finish off this point, I want to reiterate something I mentioned at the very beginning of the episode. To be an expert, you do not have to be the best. To be an expert, you just have to be one step ahead of the person you are teaching. If you can teach something to somebody else, you are an expert to them. You will have people that you consider experts because you learn from them, but people are learning from you. And therefore, you can still be considered an expert to other people, even though you will consider people experts to you. So just make sure, if you want to consider yourself an expert, just be one step ahead of the people that you are actually teaching. And that rounds up how to build an audience when you aren't initially an expert. And I hope you enjoyed. I know I mentioned this at a point in the episode, but I have opened up multiple coaching slots for anybody that is interested in growing and consequently being able to monetize their Instagram page. So if that does interest you, I'm going to leave a link to my coaching application form in the show notes below, or you can head over to my Instagram page at The Marketing Ethan, head to my bio and the form is there too, but just fill it out and then I will have a read. We can organize a free 15 minute discovery call to which we can then tailor a program catered to your wants and your needs. And that does round up today's episode of the podcast. If you have any questions with regards to anything I've mentioned, please just reach out to me on Instagram at the marketing Ethan. Send me a DM and I'll make sure I get back to you. But if you did enjoy today's episode, hit that subscribe button or that follow button, depending on what platform you are listening on. That way you will never miss an episode when I post every Monday, Wednesday and Friday. Now, just one more ask from me, guys. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, I'd really appreciate if you head over to the show page, scroll to the bottom and leave a five-star rating and review. If you do that, make sure you send me a screenshot on Instagram of that review. I will give you a shout-out on my Instagram story and I'll also give you a shout-out in the next podcast episode once your review has shown up on the podcast. But I just want to finish off the episode by saying... Thank you all for tuning in to Social Media Marketing School.